We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We are counting down to the Twins game today. Here with the Twins magazine, Steve Thompson and Kerry Klatt is our producer, and we have a fine show lined up for you today. Coming up momentarily, uh, highlights from a Twins 2-1 win on Friday night. You would think in a 2-1 win there wouldn't be a lot of highlights and a lot of memorable moments. Well, there were, and we'll get into all of that momentarily and then set the stage for today's game two of the series at Target Field. Uh, the second game of the longest homestand of the year, by the way. Sonny Gray returns. He will start today. More on that momentarily. And speaking of the longest homestand of the year, plenty of highlights, a lot going on at the ballpark. And our friend Matt Hodson will join us, senior manager, business communication, with some of those homestand highlights a little bit later on in the hour. We'll bring you all the news and weather uh, at noon once again. It'll be breezy today and warm and dry and as a result, an elevated fire danger. We'll have another run-through of all of that. Uh, Kristen Rortvet, uh, Twins Community Engagement Director, talks about the Twins' week of service following the news and weather. A lot going on, not only in the Twins organization, but across the minor leagues, and even at uh, some of the Twins academies in the Dominican Republic, for example. So we'll get into all of that with Kristen and then uh, our good buddy Phil Miller, who covers the Twins for the Star Tribune. Really a wild week with COVID-19, Rocco Baldelli uh, still in Baltimore. Uh, Twins play-by-play man Corey Provis about a food poisoning, nothing COVID-related. Uh, he'll miss uh, the series this weekend. As a result, Cruz Hatterbury and Dan Gladden with the call. Uh, this weekend on the games, uh, Corey on the road to recovery. So really a weird week and a lot of roster movement as a result. We'll get into all of that uh, with Phil Miller. But the latest news, speaking of the rosters, involves the Twins. And the Twins did announce that they have returned right-handed pitcher Sonny Gray from a rehab assignment and reinstated him from the 10-day injured list. Gray missed the Twins' last 19 games with a low-grade right hamstring strain. Made one start on a rehab assignment at Fort Myers on May 1st. Pitched three shutout innings with a hit allowed and five strikeouts. Uh, Gray went 0-1 with his ERA at 5.68. Three walks and five strikeouts prior to exiting his start on April 16th at Boston. Gray is scheduled to start today against the A's. And to make room, the Twins have optioned right-handed pitcher Cole Sands to AAA St. Paul. Sands was recalled prior to yesterday's game against the A's and did not appear in the game. So Sands back to the minor league. Sonny Gray will get the start today. Now, I alluded to Friday night and game one of the homestand and game one against the A's. You were thinking a 2-1 game, and, and maybe you didn't catch a game last night. Maybe you saw or heard the score this morning and say, Oh, Twins won 2-1. to one. There wasn't a lot going on. Well, <laughs> it couldn't be further from the truth because there was a ton going on, 
and uh, memorable moments for sure in the ball game last night, including some firsts for uh, some Twins players in the game last night at Target Field. Uh, how about uh, Jose Miranda's first Major League home run? Ball three wide and the 3-1 in the air. Deep left field for Miranda, and that ball is gone. First Major League home run for Jose Miranda. And it's one nothing Minnesota Twins. A look to the sky. A high five from Royce Lewis. Those two teammates in St. Paul, they've done that celebratory dance before. And Miranda blasting one into the left field seats. Yeah, just a great moment. Uh, he'll he'll savor that moment and remember that moment forever. And a guy who's been a huge key for the Twins this year, signed a big contract in the offseason. Twins fans everywhere happy about that. And uh, Byron Buxton uh, did it again. Swung on, hit high in the air, left center field. Pouchy back on the track. Whoa! Jumps up, ball. Byron Buxton with his ninth of the year. Twins lead two to nothing. How about that? Byron Buxton has been so good this year for the Minnesota Twins. Uh, and in speaking of memorable moments in a 2-1 win, how about starter Josh Winder? He was terrific in the game last night. They strike out a ton, and there's one right there. Swinging foul tip into the glove of Sanchez. Nice breaking ball from Winder, and down goes Lowry for out number two. As the 3-2 pitch, swung on and missed. He struck him out. He battled back from a 3-0 count, and Josh Winder, fans of pair, heading the count here, 1-2, and a swinging miss. He struck him out. Down goes Pinder. Here's Winder's full count. Swung on and missed. He struck him out with a changeup. Yeah, that's a strike three looking boy. Nice little bender there from Josh Winder. There's strikeout number five. And a swing and a miss. Strike three. Nice job there by... Josh Winder picks up a couple of more strikeouts. Pretty good through four. And a swing and a miss. Another strikeout for Winder. There's strikeout number seven. Swing and a miss. Elevated fastball. Boy, Winder is dialing in right now. That is eight in a row and four strikeouts in a row. How good is he getting? Yeah. Dan, go ahead and you nailed it. Uh, two and all. On the season now, six innings pitch, three hits, one run. It wasn't even earned. Struck out eight, didn't walk anybody in the game last night. Josh Winder, terrific for the Twins in a starting row. Oh, by the way, tip of the cap to Andrew Halverson and uh, uh, the, the, the Twins uh, broadcast crew putting together that montage on Winder's night. Speaking of memorable moments, we, we still have more from a 2-1 Twins win on Friday night. Yeah, you can't make it up. Uh, Royce Lewis, how about his first hit? Two white batting gloves. Shoots one into right field, and there it is. Royce Lewis, welcome to the big leagues. First major league hit for Royce Lewis. No call for the baseball. Target field welcomes Royce to Twins territory and to the major leagues. How about that reaction, Danny? As they're on their feet for that opposite field single. The first of what Twins territory certainly hopes will be many. Wow, what a moment. Uh, So you get Miranda's first home run. Uh, Buxton another home run. 
a winder's great night. And uh, there, uh, uh, Lewis with his first Major League hit. And uh, speaking of Royce Lewis, uh, he talked to the media at length following the game, talked about the crowd, uh, nervous energy, etc. I couldn't have dreamed of a better crowd experience. That was amazing, and um, I didn't know how they'd react. I didn't know if they'd be quiet or what, and when they reacted like that, I felt like I had to take off my helmet or something, and I didn't know what to do, so I was kind of flustered, but it was amazing, and it was a good kind of flustered and uh, truly special for me. Yeah, what what a great night at the ballpark, and then, of course, he talked about that first hit in the big leagues. That was amazing. Uh, Just truly special. Uh, I'm glad it was to right field. My dad always loves those hits, and so do I. So uh, just continue to stick that way. Yeah, good stuff indeed for Royce Lewis. And uh, finally, on uh, that memorable hit, uh, what, what will you remember most about Friday night at Target Field? Um, the moment that hasn't happened yet is to see my family. So that will probably be the best. And then the base hit. Uh, other than that, uh, a couple ground balls were amazing and fun. And um some diving plays are amazing. So, yeah, the whole game, the rest whole game. So, thank you. Yeah, great, great stuff indeed. Now, speaking of memorable moments, things got interesting with the Twins leading in the ninth. They ultimately did get the victory. Here's the final out. It's called by Chris Atterbury. 2-1, yeah. Twins lead. Two out, bases loaded. Top of the ninth inning. Here's your full count pitch. Swung on and missed. He struck him out. Down goes Pinder, and the Twins will shake hands. Well, it wasn't necessarily the smoothest of sailing, but Emilio Pagan gets the boat back to the dock in one piece. 2-1, Twins win. They improve to 16-11 and 11 on the year. There, there, <laughs> that is great. Got the, the boat back to the dock in one piece. Every time I take my old pontoon out, uh, that, that indeed is a goal. A memorable night, Friday night, opening this long homestand with a 2-1 win over the A's. Uh, Pagan, the save, a winder, the win, and uh, the Twins uh, get back on track after an unusual week in, in Baltimore, uh, for sure. Uh, speaking of this long homestand, plenty of highlights on the homestand, and we'll get into that. Uh, with Matt Hudson, Senior Manager, Baseball Communications. He is a regular guest here on the program. We count you down to the Twins. Our pregame show at 1230 today. First pitch just after 1 o'clock. Twins in A. Sonny Gray is back. He will get the start today. And Chris Hadbury and Dan Gladden will have the call here on the home of the Twins. News Talk, E3LWCCO. Twins win 2-1, to one. memorable night at the ballpark. We had some of those highlights, of course. Uh, the, the Miranda home run, uh, the uh, Royce Lewis uh, first major league hit. Josh Winder did a great job on the mound. Things got a little dicey, but the Twins get the win 2-1 uh, to one after uh, the A's load them up in the top of the ninth inning. And uh, this longest homestand of the year continues today, of course. Our pregame show at 1230. And to hit some of the highlights on this homestand is Matt Hudson, Senior Manager Baseball Communications with the Twins. And Matt, good to visit with you. And uh, Twins are off and running. And, and I said, in a 2-1 game, typically you're not going to have a lot of highlights or e- even really memorable moments. But Friday night was filled with memorable moments. Chock full of them, you know. Yeah. It's, it was fun to see. You got 
you had the future meaning present last night from uh, Jose Miranda with his first big league homer to uh, Royce Lewis. And how wonderful was that to see after what he's been through with the torn ACL and everything to come back and make his major league debut and get his first big league hit. Josh Winder absolutely dealing on the mound. It's, uh, it was fun to see. Yeah. And, of course, uh, another win. Yeah, no doubt Byron Buxton gives the fans a thrill. He hit a home run in the ball game last night. The weather was lovely. And uh, we're going to keep our fingers crossed for the remainder of the homestand. It looks like we're going to get some warm weather this week. And uh, a lot going on in this longest homestand of the year. I I can't believe here it is, early May, and this is going to be the longest stand I had at home for the Twins. Yeah, you know, I had to do a little bit of a double-take myself on that. Cause August is, is chock-full of home games. We have 20 home games in the month of August, which is which will be awesome. But uh, uh, this is the longest single homestand of the year, nine games. we got the rest of this weekend against Oakland. Uh, then uh, welcome the defending American League champion, Houston Astros, Tuesday to Thursday. And then uh, next weekend, Cleveland Guardians come to town for three and. Uh, with the exception, maybe tomorrow we might be dodging some raindrops, but the rest of the homestand looks like some gorgeous weather to come out and watch a, uh, a red-hot twin team. Now let's start with today at the ballpark, University of Minnesota Day at Target Field. Yeah, all you Gopher fans out there, Gopher alumni, fans, uh, somebody with a kid at the at the U right now, come on out to the, to the game. Uh, uh, it's a special University of Minnesota Day theme package where uh, if you buy a ticket through the package, you'll get a co-branded U of M twin hat. Uh, there'll be a lot of various uh, gopher activities throughout the game. The university president's going to throw out the first pitch, and uh, then we'll see if we can uh, get our 13th win in the last 16 games. Yeah, twins really rolling. Uh, Matt, hit some of the other highlights on this longest home stand of the year. Yeah, coming up Tuesday, we have the first of our T-Shirt Tuesday Artist Series. That's a new thing we're doing uh, one Tuesday a month the rest of the year where we're having a local artist give their take on an iconic uh, Twins mark. This Tuesday is Alexander Jones, a T-Shirt with his his take on the Minnie and Paul logo. Uh, uh, then Wednesday against the Astros is Star Wars Night. Always a lot of fun at the ballpark. Uh-huh. Uh, with uh, characters, and, and we're inviting fans. If you're a Star Wars fan, dress up as your favorite character. We might pick you to throw out the first pitch in your in your Star Wars garb. Um, and, and if you buy the, the Star Wars theme night package, you get a Mandalorian bobblehead. Uh, we have Cancer Awareness Night, a little more serious tone next next Saturday against Cleveland. Uh, but then beyond the theme nights and beyond the giveaways, every single day there's a special ticket deal. Uh, ranging from a four-pack from U.S. Bank that gets you a ticket, a hot dog, a Pepsi and chips, to uh, a summit deal, $30 for a ticket and two beers. You name it, we've got a ticket deal for you every game in the homestand. And, and we should remind fans about uh, Kids Day uh, on Sundays yes. at the ballpark because this is really a cool yes. opportunity for kids. Kids Day, yes, every Sunday. So. Kids' meals are $4 on Sunday, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. After the game, uh, kids can come out, uh, 12 and under, kids can come out and run the bases, live out their big league dreams on the field uh, before and during the game. Um, we'll have kids' activities. It's just it's a great way to, to, to come introduce the next generation to, to this great game of baseball, and especially tomorrow on Mother's Day. You know, Why not uh, have a mother and kid celebration at the ballpark? I I love it. Matt, always good to visit with you. Thanks so much for the time. And enjoy this longest homestand of the year. And and one other thing I want to throw out. I I think this is one of the the great promotions. And uh, 
I, I love it. We, we, we got to make sure we get a plug in. Dollar a dog day. Uh, dollar a dog day, yes. You know, can't I can't forget about dollar a dog day. Yeah. That's and that's Tuesday is all season, right? Tuesday's all season, yeah, and that's a uh, $1 hot dog um, at, at uh, various concession stands throughout the ballpark. Every Tuesday of the year, dollar a dog day. Yeah, it's all you needed so, to say is dollar a dog, and I'm in. So there, there, dollar there we a dog, go. I mean, between between <laughs> coming out to watch Fire and Buxton play and get your dollar dog, why not come out to Target Field every Tuesday this year? Hey, man, always good to visit with you. Thanks so much for the time. Enjoy the day. My pleasure. We will, for sure. Take care. Win twins. Yeah, Twins and A's. Sonny Gray is back. He will get the start today. First pitch at 110. Our pregame show begins at 1230. We still have a whole lot more coming up. Uh, the the Twins uh, have an organization-wide week of service underway right now. What does that exactly mean? Well, not only the Minnesota Twins organization, but uh, the Saints, all the minor league clubs, and uh, their academies in Florida and the Dominican Republic uh, are, are doing things in the community. And we will visit with Kristen Rortvet about that. Uh, she is the Twins Community Engagement Director about that uh, week of service underway. And, and really some cool events, not only here in town, but uh, all over the country and all over the Twins organization. So that is on the way. Uh, Twins win 2-1. to one. Uh, We mentioned Sonny Gray back from the rehab assignment. Uh, still to come, Phil Miller will join us. Uh, we'll take a look back at Friday night's memorable night with Miranda's first Major League home run and Lua's first Major League hit, Josh Winder's performance, and preview Sonny Gray's return with Phil Miller of the Star Tribune at about 12.15 today. Here on the home of the Twins. Twins and A's, game two of the three-game set. It is the Twins Magazine Show. I am Steve Thompson. Our producer is Kerry Klatt here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Twins Magazine, we count you down to the pregame show at 1230. First pitch, 110 today at Target Field. It is University of Minnesota Day today at Target Field. Sonny Gray will get the start for the Twins. They're coming off. A memorable 2-1 win over the A's. Josh Winder was outstanding as a starter. And uh, some big firsts. Jose Miranda hit uh, his first Major League home run in the second. And then in the eighth, Royce Lewis, his first Major League hit. Twins win 2-1. And uh, it's been a memorable week. Uh, The Twins launched their inaugural organization-wide week of service and it runs May 3rd through the 11th. And joining us to talk about this, Twins Community Engagement Director, Kristen Rornfett. Kristen, good to visit with you. You too. Thanks so much for taking time to chat with us today. Yeah, and there's been a lot going on. It started on the 3rd. And uh, field rebuild uh, with uh, our friends from Toro in Brooklyn Park. T- tell us about that event, what went on. So that was actually the 10th annual field rebuild that we've done in partnership with Toro. And it's a great way for us to take our expertise from our field team, our ground crew team, and go out and rebuild a park here in the Twin Cities area. So we went out and we rebuilt their pitcher's mound and we rebuilt the batter's box, maintained some of the sod, 
laid some new dirt. So it was a really great day for us to get out, get our hands dirty, and make sure that a lot of the kids in our neighborhoods have safe places to play the game we love. Yeah, that is uh, outstanding. And, uh, of course, the Twins Community Fund has done great work for uh, baseball and softball facilities all across Twins territory. And, and Kristen, that was just the beginning. There have been events literally every day, not only here in the Twin Cities, but uh, throughout the organization. And and this is really a first that that it involves uh, minor league affiliates and academies in the Dominican Republic and Florida. It really is a great week. We've never done this before, and it's amazing to see our entire system come together all with the mindset of doing good. You know, we believe that um, that the world is better with baseball, and for us it's also that we want to be a good partner to the communities that we serve. So this week of service has been a way for every level of our organization to give back to the communities that support us each and every day. So we've got volunteer projects that are going on here in the Twin Cities metro area, but also in Wichita and Cedar Rapids and Florida and at the Dominican Academy. So it's a really fun week for our employees, our front office staff, and our players to get out and give back to the community. Yeah, and uh, Kristen, a a really big event coming up on Wednesday, and that is uh, food packing uh, with with every meal at, at Target Field. Tell us more about that, that event, uh, and that, that's kind of the, the event that culminates this week of service. Yeah, so we were fortunate to start to kick off this week of service last week with a field rebuild. Every day, each of the teams have had a different service project in their neighborhoods. And then on Wednesday, we will finalize and kind of cap off this week of service at Target Field um, in partnership with Every Meal. They're a great local nonprofit organization that makes sure that kids have food that are distributed through schools. We know a lot of kids, unfortunately, don't have access to food outside of school hours, so Every Meal makes sure that they send kids home with food. And so our players, our coaches, our front office staff will all stand side-by-side together and pack meals um, for kids so they have access to food outside of school. Yeah, absolutely outstanding, and uh, folks can find out more at uh, the Twins website. Uh, Kristen, always good to to visit with folks from the Twins front office and all the great work that's being done in our community. Thanks so much. We're glad to be a part of it. All right, Kristen Rortvet, Twins Community Engagement Director, joining us, talking about this week of service, not only the, the Twins organization, but uh, the Saints, all the minor league affiliates, the Dominican Academy, all getting involved. And uh, you, you look at uh, the field work. I, I live in the northern suburbs. I My full-time job's in Brooklyn Park. Uh, I live not far away in Champlin, so I stopped by. They really did a phenomenal job uh, at uh, uh, the park uh, down in Brooklyn Park. It, it really was uh, terrific uh, what they did at Northwoods Park. Uh, stop in and uh, check it out. It is 12-13. It is our Twins Magazine show. When we come back, Phil Miller who covers the Twins for the Star Tribune, will join us. It has been an unusual week for the Twins. Uh, the, the trip to Baltimore, COVID, food poisoning for Corey Provis. Uh, 
but the, the Twins have had a chance to see the future as well. Jose Miranda's been called up, hit his first Major League home run. Royce Lewis last night, his first Major League hit. Some very good news for Carlos Correa. There was concern that he maybe uh, had a break in his hand uh, just to bruise. We'll get into all of that with Phil in a moment here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Countdown to the Twins and A's, pregame 12-30. Sonny Gray is back for game two of this three-game series. Twins won 2-1 to one last night. Uh, some memorable moments. Uh, of course, Jose Miranda's first Major League home run, and then later in the game, Ronnie Lewis, his first Major League hit. And joining us now, Phil Miller from the Star Tribune. And uh, Phil, 2-1 ball game, and I said this right at the top of the show today. Typically in a 2-1 game, there aren't a lot of memorable moments. But but there was last night. Byron Buxton threw in a home run. The ninth got interesting, and the Twins still prevailed two to one. Some amazing defense too. Uh, yeah. I asked uh, Josh Winder after the game who his favorite outfielder is. Was it one of the two who made diving catches to uh, potentially save a run, or was it the guy who uh, threw out a runner at the plate? That ninth inning, bases loaded, one out. Uh, there was a slow dribbler that. Might have scored uh, the tying run there, but uh, Miranda comes in and does a quick scoop and uh, and shuffle to the plate to, to get the force out. Uh, a lot of great defense uh, as well. So yeah, it was uh, it, it was uh, a nice turnaround from uh, a pretty uh, uh, an ending in Baltimore that left a bad taste in their mouth. I think. Yeah, and and what a weird finish in Baltimore with the Orioles. The the illness, Corey Provis, the Twins play-by-play voice, food poisoning, can't leave Baltimore. It just it, it got crazy. Carlos Correa gets hit, thought it was a broken hand. Some much better news on Friday. It doesn't sound like it's it, it's a break, but, man, just a strange finish to the trip. Yeah, it, it really was kind of a downer uh, for them. A lot of uh, question marks as they came home. Uh, and, uh, yeah, sorry to say uh, Corey's not here. Sorry to say I'm a little hurt that uh, you didn't ask me to uh, fill in, but uh, I'll let it go. Uh, but, um, you know, they came home and they didn't know how many uh, guys uh, were positive. Fortunately, uh, there's not been another one, but the manager is still in Baltimore. And Carlos Correa is the big one because he legitimately thought he was out for two months. Uh, this it, uh, broken finger wasn't going to be able to swing the bat. Uh, it it was it gave us the excitement of Royce Lewis coming up and making his debut, but uh, that was a, that was a big bullet dodged yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. And it 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 was one of those stories where it's like, oh no, you've got to be kidding because he was starting to swing the bat after a fairly slow start. You know, his bat really came alive on this trip. Yeah, his defense has been uh, steady the whole time, but uh, yeah, there was a real there was a real turnaround on the road trip. So, uh, um, yeah, losing him would have uh, it would be interesting to see how uh, how the team would react without. Uh, that the guy in the middle of the order, but uh, fortunately uh, he should be uh, he should be back in another day or two. He, he said today that it's sore, but uh, but better. Yeah, good good news indeed on Carlos Correa. A- any news on uh, the manager and the players impacted by COVID on the trip? Uh, the manager is on the phone uh, relentlessly uh, to hear uh, Jace uh, Tingler uh, tell it. Uh, he, he said yesterday, I've talked to him seven times today. So uh, even uh, even last night in the high five line after they won, uh, somebody had him uh, FaceTime on their phone. And uh, 
as the players high-fived, I guess, his face as, uh, as they went down the line. <laughs> so he's, he's still involved, uh, but uh, I don't know that we have any word yet on uh, how how or when he is going to uh, be cleared to return to Minnesota. But, uh, you know, they hired, a, they hired an experienced major league manager to be the bench coach this year, and uh, so they seem to be in, uh, in pretty good hands. Uh, and, you know, Rocco's only a phone call away. Yeah, b- bad news indeed uh, since the last time we talked about Miguel Snow. Got off to such a slow start. Now the, the need trouble. Um, if, if we heard any more about the, the, the timeline for Snow and uh, when, when he could return? Well, he's had the surgery now, yeah. and it wasn't it wasn't a major surgery. It was it was more of a cleanup. So it doesn't sound like uh, it's uh, season ending or anything like that. You know, he's a big guy though, so I uh, I, I would assume that they're going to be uh, they're always really careful about uh, injuries like this. Uh, I I wonder if Sano's weight makes you uh, makes you a little leerier of. Uh, I don't know if Lirier is a word, uh, but more Leary of uh, of bringing him back too quickly. Um, it, it, you know, it's interesting, though, that uh, it opens it up for they really can go to a platoon now of uh, Jose Miranda and Alex uh, Kirilov at first base. Uh, and, you know, give these two guys that are trying to establish themselves uh, – you know, some extended period of time. Uh, you know, it could be six weeks. It could be two months. Uh, and we'll know a lot more about uh, those guys and, and their future uh, when it ends. The one thing it does, I think uh, it might signal the end of Miguel Sano's tenure in um, Minnesota. The Twins have an option uh, next year to pay him $14 million or a $2.5 million buyout. It's hard to see, especially the last two seasons he's had, uh, and now the injury, uh, as limited as, as he is becoming defensively, it's hard to see them bringing him back for $14 million. I would assume that uh, they are going to uh, either trade him at the deadline or cut him loose at the end of the season. Familiar joining uh, from the Star Tribune, uh, he covers the Twins, and he joins us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Uh, the lineup today, Buxton, Kepler, Polanco, then Sanchez, Gordon, Miranda, Kirilov, Jeffries, and Lewis. And th- this really shows the, the versatility uh, of Miranda. He can play a lot of different spots. Kirilov will be at first. Miranda today down at third base. Yep, and that has uh, and Gio Ursula can uh, do the same. I think Ursula is a better third baseman than uh, than Miranda, although uh, Miranda's more than acceptable. Uh, so it uh, it the flexibility that they give you, especially without uh, Miguel Sano in the lineup, I, and I think we all had pictured this eventually happening when Sano would just become a permanent DH. Uh, it it, uh, it gives them a lot of options. You know, one thing I'll note about that lineup is eight of the guys were drafted or signed by the twins and uh, came up through their organization. Uh, if, uh, if they had uh, Gilberto Celestino in the lineup there, they could uh, go all nine. Uh, and then we saw Josh Winder yesterday. Uh, it's, it's remarkable how homegrown uh, this team is and into the future. And the pitching staff is going to look like that in a couple of years too. And uh, Jordan Belajevic and, uh, uh, well, Josh Winder, as we've seen, and Bailey Ober, uh, these guys are going to are going to be a homegrown uh, rotation here before long, too. 
Sonny Gray goes today. He was uh, reinstated from the 10-day injured list today. And uh, going forward, Sonny Gray and him uh, uh, putting forth a solid effort uh, every five days will be a big deal. Yeah, he's only pitched six innings this year, so we really haven't gotten to see uh, what uh, – what he looks like, but they brought him aboard to be the ace of the staff. Um, and uh, he showed signs of it in uh, in a slow ramp up during spring training. And then it got cut short by what really was, they think, just a minor hamstring injury. They're, they're uh, being awfully cautious as, as they are. He was out three weeks, but uh, um, I know that he was uh, excited to get back and was and, and kind of uh, lobbied to get, uh, a start with the major league team today instead of another rehab start. So, uh, uh, you know, the pitching has been the brightest spot for the uh, twins this season, the starting pitching in particular, and now they're adding uh, potentially their best pitchers. So uh, this is a, these are good times uh, for the twins right now. Well, Phil, always good to visit with you. Thanks so much for the time. Okay, Steve. Good talking to you. There he is, Phil Miller, joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline here on the Twins Magazine Show. And uh, right now we'd like to thank all our guests, Matt Hudson, Senior Manager, Baseball Communications, talking about the longest homestand of the year and some of the highlights. By the way, it's University of Minnesota Day today at the ballpark. Uh, all associated with the U are invited to join uh, their fellow golfers for U of M Day. Fans who purchase a special theme day package receive a ticket to the game along with a co-branded University of Minnesota and Twins cap. And a portion goes back to support the University of Minnesota Alumni Association. So there you go. Uh, University of Minnesota day today at Target Field with Sonny Gray on the mound in that lineup again. Buxton, Kepler, Polanco, Sanchez, Gordon, Miranda, Kirilov, Jeffers, and Lewis. And Lewis had his uh, first major league hit last night. Miranda, his first big league home run in the 2-1 win over the A's last night at Target Field in game one of uh, this three-game series. Our pregame show is coming up straight away at 12.30. First pitch at 1.10. Chris Atterbury and Dan Gladden with the call today. And then I'll be back following the game, take you all the way to 6 o'clock as we wrap up game two of this three-game series. And, of course, thanks to Kerry Klatt, our producer on the program today, and for you to tuning in here on the home of the Twins, News Talk, A3OWCCO. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.